Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Natalie with The Dwell Podcast, and today we are talking about Romans 12.10, be devoted to one another in love honor one another above yourselves. And I am so excited to get to talk again. If you haven't listened to the two previous episodes, um, this is our last episode with Kenny King and William Marshall, and they co-pastor a church in Sykeston, Missouri called Grace Bible Fellowship. And co-pastoring is actually a thing. For those of you who don't know, you think like, oh, I have a senior pastor and an associate pastor. No, no, no. There is such a thing as co-pastors, like co-equals. And one reason that I know that is because my husband was a co-pastor for seven years. He isn't any longer, but he didn't leave because like of a fight or anything. <laughs> um, it was good, good situation. So say hi, Kenny and William. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. All right. So this is my big question for you. Can co-pastoring even work like when you came to your two churches, because they were originally two churches and then they merged together and they said, we're going to be co-pastors. Were they like, co-what? <laughs> I think they were more, uh, this is Kenny, uh, by the way, but they were more concerned of of whether they were losing a pastor. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that was more their concern. Were, were we going to lose Kenny or were we going to lose William? And and we we were very clear about, no, you're gaining a pastor. Right. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're not going to lose one. You're going to you're going to gain one. And so uh, they were all for it. I felt like, um, you know, uh, Williams people loved me and and, and my people love William. So I, I think once they realized that they were just be gaining someone instead of losing yeah. um, someone, then um, they were on board with it. Mm, yeah. And we talked about in the first episode a little bit about how. This whole thing kind of developed out of a, re- a friendship that you already had. So I feel like your friendship just went like a whole lot deeper. Like it's like you got married, but you're not obviously married. But you know what I'm saying? Like you just took a friend. Like if, if I were friends with a dude and we decided to get engaged and get married, like I feel like that's the level of how much deeper your relationship went. Is that true? Oh yeah, uh, this is Kenny again. I'm I'm gonna just talk the whole time, so William. Perfect. That's great. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, this is work. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I know that's yeah. how it works in co-pastoring. Anyway, right. like one of you really is doing all the work, and the other one is probably yes. just like watching that, TV that's a lot. Pretty that's much right. true. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. got I caught up on a lot of shows lately. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just I, outdoing I would... you and showing honor, Kenny. I'm just showing right, you that's... honor, brother. Letting you talk, and you know. Living out the verse, brother. Yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah, what I realized um, really quickly after the merge is that we were going to be spending a whole bunch of time together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm, uh, true. Well, let's let's make it let's let's make that clear again that we are not married. Yeah, let's mm, make that. That is clear. really important. That's really <laughs> we important. We both have loving wives that uh, yes. support us greatly. And um, but yeah, we we spend a spent a whole lot of time together, and I, I think it just really um, just knit our hearts closer together, and mm. and, and really yeah. uh, just grew our love for one another, and and mm. it really just. I mean, we realized it before the merge that we are um, very much like-minded. 
Yeah. But uh, with the merge and even with the people, they're like, he says some of the same words that, you know, the other other person does or, you know, Mm -hmm. he he talks in similar language and whatnot. So I I think we, us being so much like-minded and spending so much time Mm -hmm. together, um, I think it has grown us in our love for one another. Mm Mm-hmm. What about you, William? Yeah, I think, I mean, just to add to that, I, um, you know, one of the, 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 we talked about in one of the earlier episodes about uh, before we actually merged together, we did some kind of joint services together. Yeah. And I, I remember Kenny came and brought his church to meet at, at my church's facility. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in the pew, which I didn't normally do a lot when somebody was preaching because normally I was preaching, you know. Yeah. Uh, but sitting in the pew with my family, you know, with my boys, Sorry. And um, hearing this brother preach the word so faithfully, you know, and just walking through the text and he's there, you know, with his church. And and I just I just remember thinking I could get used to this, you know, like Mm -hmm. I and I love preaching. I mean, I Mm -hmm. love to preach. But, you know, just sitting there hearing him feed my family and feed feed my church family and and us all learning together, um, man, was just so, so encouraging. And um, I think he, I even leaned over to my wife at some point and said, I could get used to, you know, I really could get used to this, you know. And so uh, mm-hmm. I think even then the Lord was planting seeds, you know, about what, what could possibly happen in the future. Well, coming from for, for the last seven years, we, we just moved to Chicago this summer. My, my husband took a, a job uh, at a church here really to get closer to family because um, we were pretty far away. But having come from a co-pastor model the thing that I loved about that model was the differences that you get from the two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the way that it, it just highlighted different things about the gospel. And, and it kind of, I think it kind of puts to death a little bit the um, hero pastor sort of almost Mm. pastor worship that we tend to see a lot of times in the American church. Um, How do you guys feel about that? Well, Kenny's my hero, so I don't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Just worship each other, huh? Right. There it is. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. I mean, neither one of us wanted that, you know, and I, you know, I think Kenny, you know, Kenny can talk about the challenges that were there even, even, um, I don't know that hero worship was necessarily a problem at, at my church in my context, but but I think Kenny, you would say there were times when it felt like maybe there was some issues there for you. Yeah, yeah, I would say that um, in the um, African American community, the pastor is held to a certain um, reverence. I would say, uh, mm. <laughs> and you know. Sometimes that's not bad, but sometimes it can become um, an idol um, right. to a certain extent. And so it, it's it's hard to uh, it's good to have um, two pastors because now you have someone built in who's going to hold you accountable. Whereas when you're mm. in that single pastor model, especially in the African-American community, people don't necessarily think you can do any wrong. And that can get, go to your head and. Mm-hmm. And you can get power hungry and, and start to really abuse that power. So I think the co-pastor model is just, um, I think it's biblical. I think it's um, right. It's there for the reason that you don't have one person elevated above, um, so far above the rest of the body to where it's unhealthy. 
and mm. we forget that Christ is the head of the body. That's right. So um, when you think about this verse of being devoted to one another and honoring one another above yourself, like how do you guys make decisions? Um, how does co-pastoring work in terms of like, it just, it's just so upside down when you think about the way that the business world works or everywhere else in the world, everything mm-hmm. else, there's always somebody who's the majority owner or the CEO or the decision maker or whatever. Like, how do you guys practically um, make decisions or, you know, lead together as co-equals? Uh, William, this is William. I, I think, you know, one of the, one of the real keys, I mean, it actually is in the verse, like, you know, showing honor to the other, uh, to the other person. Mm-hmm. And so there, there are certain things that come up. Uh, like I, I, I help lead with the music. Like I, I help play music and do, do some different things like that. And so a lot of times Kenny will kind of, Hey, if it's a music issue, you know, he'll kind of say, I'm going to lean on you on this one, you know, like I'm going to kind of whatever. But then mm-hmm. there are, then there are other things, you know, that maybe I'm ignorant on or I, or I need help with. And I'm like, okay, Kenny, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of let you take the lead on this one. And, and I'm going to trust your leadership and how you, you know, your experience with this. And so I think being able to do that, to really value the other person and see that, Hey, I'm, <laughs> I, I can't do this by myself. I can't make all the decisions. There's, there's great wisdom in, listening to another brother who maybe can really help me here. I think that is, you know, that's been the key. Um, neither of us have like, oh, this is my church or this is my agenda that I want to get accomplished, you know, and so maybe having a shared purpose, a shared vision helps with that as well. Well, do you feel like now that you went from senior solo pastors to this co-pastoring model, like what are the things that you, that were good that you miss or something that you felt like you had to give up but you, right. what was obviously you felt like it was worth giving up in order to, to do this. Well, yeah, just quickly. I mean, I said earlier, this is William again. I, I mean, I said earlier, you know, we both had to make the decision to give up preaching half the time. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, for mm-hmm. most guys who are pastoring, that's, that was difficult. You know, I mean, that, and that, and that was diff- I mean, that is difficult. But after having done it now for how many ever months, I, I love it because. I get the great privilege of, of listening to Kenny preach, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, I love that. I really, uh, I really, and I'm not just saying that cause he's listening, you know, like I really do enjoy <laughs> hearing my brother preach, right. you know? And so that's been, that's been big for me. Yeah. I would say the same is that definitely the, the preaching, um, is definitely the, uh, a sacrifice. But once again, I would, I would concur with William is that it's, it's really a gain because I get to listen to him preach every other week and, and really get to just lean in and, and I think that's really important for pastors is um, to really be listening to other people preach. And I think mm. I already have that mm. built in. So, I mean, it's really right. been a, a blessing um, in regards to that. Now, Kenny, you said a minute ago that you felt like that co-pastoring was biblical. What do you mean when you say that? Well, I think when when, when Paul was in an area and before he left, he, he set up elders and mm. Elders are basically pastors, you know, elders are called to teach and and lead the flock. And so that's the biblical model. I think we've failed in that area because just the lack of leadership. But I think Mm -hmm. that the model in the New Testament is that there is a um, multiple men who led the led the body. Okay, so what is um, the biggest difficulty that you guys face in 
this unity together? Like, how do you, um, how do you, how do you protect your unity as co-pastors? Yeah, I mean, it like this sounds like such a cop out, but I mean, and, and maybe maybe part of it is is that you know we are new, like we've just kind of started, and so. Mm-hmm. Maybe at some point Kenny's going to really get tired of listening to me preach or listening to me talk or whatever. Um, but I, you know, I think in the newness of it at this point, like it really hasn't been hard. You know, I mean, there have been places like, you know, just, you know, what he does through the week is maybe different than what I do. And but I mean, I just even in that, like, I just feel like the Lord is has really given us a lot of grace that. Um, and I, and again, we emphasize like we were pretty like-minded guys. <laughs> Uh, our approach to pastoral ministry was very similar. And so that, that really, really helped kind of smooth, smooth things over. But I, you know, it's hard, it's hard for me to put my finger on like one thing that's really, really, um, you know, really, really a hard, I mean, maybe Kenny's pride. Cause he does talk about how good looking he is. So <laughs> I much. do talk I mean, about that, this all that time. That is, <laughs> yeah, right. I, I think the the thing I will will go back to is that no no matter what we feel like we're we are brothers in Christ and mm. that Jesus tears down the barriers and is mm. making us one and, and and even back to the verse be devoted to one another in love and it, it's it's not for me just to tolerate William mm. or for our our members to just tolerate one another. No, we are to actively love them. And Amen. so if we can we can keep that before us and, and say that no we when we're talking about, you know, loving one another, we're we're not just means that we, we show up on Sundays, we say hi and, and then we don't we, we don't have to fool with you anymore. It's like no, we mm-hmm. are we are called to actively be devoted to love one another and, and lean in on that. So I think as long as we're keeping that before us, no matter what we face, no matter what difficulties, then I think we will end up on the end of honoring God mm-hmm. in it. Amen, brother. Yeah. Preach on, preacher man. Yeah. That's good stuff. See, see what I get to listen to all the time? It's good right. Stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is good stuff. Uh, well, you guys, I just super appreciate you coming on our podcast. Like I said, you need to tell your youth group so that they think you're really cool um, yes. and say you've been on a podcast yes. now. <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, but we really appreciate it. And just thank you for illuminating and living out this verse for people, for your congregation. And and I know that's not why you did what you did. You did it because God was prompting you and you were just being obedient. But mm. Gosh, what a what a beautiful picture of the gospel in your relationship with one another and in your your two different churches merging together. I just think I, I do think you're you're right, um, William, when you said it's just a reflection of of Revelation five that you get to mm. you get to to kind of display that in a in a more tangible way than most churches do. So I just love what you're doing. Keep up the good work, and um, uh, thank you so much for joining with me today. Thanks, Thanks, Natalie, for having us. Yeah, I appreciate you. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through a monthly scripture memory membership, daily posts, a weekly blog, and, of course, this podcast.